unnaturally large. The way that Caroline avoided any makeup formed a statement that matched her piercings. It was also what made her such a tempting target for his razor-sharp wit. There's nothing wrong with being number two. Accept it and be happy. Caroline started to say something, but only issued a hiss from her lips as she shouldered past him and stormed out of the chamber. To Jamal's left, he heard Gary Charles's distinctive chuckle. If eyes could kill, you'd be a smoking pile of ash right now. Don't be surprised if you feel her sticking pins in a little Jamal doll tonight. Turning to meet the heavyset man's laughing blue eyes, Jamal shrugged with feigned innocence. Apparently it was something I said. Or maybe she just doesn't like you. Jamal shook his head. Life is hard at the top, looking down on all you little people who wish you could be me for a day. Again, Gary laughed. You're so full of shit. I'm going to laugh my ass off when someone knocks you off that pedestal. Ain't happening. We'll see, Gary said, raising his left eyebrow. Hey, you want to swing by the pizza place before you head home? I would, but Jill will have dinner waiting. Lucky man. Where'd you find a girlfriend who is that hot and cooks, too? Craigslist. Seeing Gary shake his head, Jamal continued. Oh, I almost forgot. Jill's throwing me a surprise birthday party tomorrow night. How's it a surprise if you already know about it? Because she thinks it is. I can't help it if I stumble across other people's secrets. It's what I do. I don't know how the hell she puts up with you. Me either. So you coming? Gary grinned. Ask me next year when you're old enough to buy some beer. Jill's buying wine. Gag. Jamal turned toward the exit, calling back over his shoulder as he walked out the door. You know you'll be there. As Jamal made his way to the elevator and then out through the security lobby, he replayed today's test in his head. If the exercise had been designed to test the cyber warriors, he would now be sitting in an after-action review. But since its purpose had been to ring out the new equipment, the data had been automatically collected and would be reviewed by Dr. David Kurtz and his computer science team. That was fine with Jamal. It meant he would get to have dinner with Jill instead of having her watch him eat her reheated lasagna. Jamal stepped out of the massive black glass NSA headquarters building and began the long walk to his parking spot, thankful that the mid-May sun had sunk behind some clouds. It wouldn't be right in his eyes as he drove from Fort Meade to the house he'd rented in Columbia, Maryland. With any luck at all, he'd be home right around sunset. Unfortunately, an accident kept him sitting in bumper-to-bumper traffic for an extra half hour, and he didn't pull into his driveway until 40 minutes past eight. When the garage door began rumbling upward on its tracks, something pulled Jamal out of his own thoughts. Normally, he had to concentrate to notice his physical surroundings. It was one of the oddities of his personality that made Jill laugh at him. But tonight, with purple twilight painting the western sky, Jamal found himself hesitating to pull forward into the garage. What was it that bothered him? Jill's car sat in its usual space on the right-hand side of the garage. The living room shutters were closed, but she had probably shut them to block the glare of the late afternoon sun and just hadn't gotten around to opening them again. A new thought occurred to Jamal. Perhaps Jill had a bit of a romantic surprise waiting for him on the eve of his 20th birthday.
something that involved candles, wine, and her long golden hair cascading down over a red lace negligee. If so, it wouldn't do to keep her waiting while he sat outside in the driveway. Jamal pulled into the garage, stepped out of his restored black Packard coupe, and pressed the button that closed the garage door. The clatter it made on the rails reminded him that he had intended to call the garage door repairman to tune up the system. Oh well. Tomorrow was Saturday, and since he wasn't scheduled to work this weekend, he'd make the call in the morning. When Jamal opened the door that led from the garage into the short hall that connected the kitchen to the living room, the pitch darkness of the interior startled him, sending a shiver across his scalp that threatened to straighten his short curly hair. He froze in the doorway as the garage light cast his shadow against the far wall. Jill? No answer. Except for the dying vibrations of his voice and the sudden thunder of his pounding heart.